It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 212 of Locked On Canadians. We are your daily Montreal Canadiens podcast brought to you by the fine folks at the Locked On Podcast Network, where you get your team every single day. I am one of your hosts. I am, of course, Scott Matlin. I am joined, as always, by the active stick who is on a Starbucks binge, if I am not much mistaken. Laura, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, and I'm very excited to learn about European prospects and potential draft prospects because, as I've mentioned before, it's really not my strong suit. I I tend to look to you and to Patrick when I want to learn about prospects, so I'm so excited to learn today. Yes, and we are joined, finally, we managed to make all of our schedules work, at least for an afternoon. We are joined by European prospect correspondent at Eyes on the Prize, Patrick Bexell. Patrick, how are you doing on what is technically Labor Day in the United States right now? Um, congratulations on the, and happy holidays for, for you, Scott. Uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm terrified of Laura asking me to teach again because I've just come home from teaching at school, so uh, yeah. Uh, we're not in lockdown, obviously, so and we haven't been at all. So, so nah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm really good. Uh, it's uh, it's great being in Sweden. Hockey comes back here uh, for for real next week uh, or, or this weekend uh, when uh, SHL and uh, hockey Allsvenskan starts. It will be one of the first uh, tournaments starting here in Europe, and, and I think everyone is looking forward to it. And like we said, Patrick is obviously centered in Sweden. He is a fountain of knowledge that he's going to help educate both Laura and myself a little bit about what we can expect from the Canadians' prospects and everything this year. And Patrick, obviously, uh, Alexander Romanov was the big name that finally went to North America this um, summer, spring. I don't know. Time has lost all meaning. I want to get your thoughts. What are your overall impressions of? minus the NHL draft that's approaching in the fall. What are your overall impressions of the current Canadians European prospect pool? There's still a lot of talent across the across the sea, so to speak. Is it as good as it was or is it getting better now with the emergence of players like Matthias Norlinder? I'm I'm undecided. Uh I think, you know, Roma you could sort of I shouldn't say equalize Romanov with, with Norlinder in, in kind of they're not the same players, but they probably carry the same weight in, in, in many uh, rankings, etc., etc. I know for a fact that when I was at Sweden Hockey Games in February and I spoke to quite a few scouts, a lot of those scouts had Romanov as number three, four, five in a redraft of that year. Uh, I'm not sure that Norlinder will, will reach those same heights, but Norlinder will probably score quite a few more assists and goals over the season and and I'm really happy obviously I live close to Gothenburg and uh, it's a what is it a 20 minute drive into Fernlas campus and and, or, and the arena unfortunately we're not allowed because I'm not the daily press so we're not allowed to be in the arena during the games anymore but but we're looking forward Sweden is looking to open up a little bit on the sports arenas too uh, Obviously, everything will center this year until the NHL draft around Matthias Norlander. Then we'll have to see. Uh, unfortunately, I think Raymond will be gone and, and, and Holtz as well. Um, 
I'm not super fan of the other two Swedish high prospects uh, in 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 the first round. So th- there is a little bit of that. But yeah, I think until now or, or for the foreseeable future, Matthias Norlin will carry the same torch as as Roman of the last year, where you know in Ice of the Prize we we try to do a Player of the Month um, in 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 Europe and. Yeah, Romanov held it for, you know, it was it was tough finding someone to challenge Romanov sometimes, and I was happy when Ilan was was doing his thing, but he had an off season last year. I think he will do very well when he comes the uh, in into the AHL and there Joel Bouchard and, and playing in Rocket. He's skating is fantastic. I don't think Romanov will be will will ever approach the Rocket in 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 my view. And that's a good thing. And speaking of the Rocket, they have a number of the drafted European prospects. And this week it was Lucas Vedemo who was loaned back to a team in Sweden. And as far as I understand, this is just a way to keep them in game shape and to get them some training seeing as the Canadian season is over. This would normally be when they're back in Montreal or wherever training. This is a kind of one of the temporary loans. He just signed a new contract just this week as well. This is only a good thing for these prospects, right, to get some game time and practicing back in Europe before they come back for North American training camp, right? Yeah. Can you please pronounce the Swedish team? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, I think it's a very well um, thought out process. You've seen it with a lot of NHL teams have loaned back either players for the full season so they can play in the SHL because the SHL has made this rule since its relegation, since its promotion, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, and in order to, to sort of economically stabilize the, the, the teams, because some teams, you know, with the coronavirus taking quite a big hit in, in revenue. Um, so in order to safeguard all that, they, they said that short-term loans will not be acceptable in the SHL this year. If a player uh, like LA Kings, uh, Tobias Bjornfeldt, um, he has been loaned to Uruguay for the full season, so he can be there the full season. Uh, but Vedemo, uh, he is looking to NHL. I spoke briefly with him on Saturday afternoon, uh, and he was keeping his uh, cards close to the West. But but he he was he he mentioned everything is for NHL. I want to play NHL again, and uh, the, I, this is a way for him to really play himself into shape, come over. And it also gives Bergevin and, and Julian a little bit of a leeway, if you think about it. They're going to have a Vedemo, a fourth-line center, uh, th- third-line winger maybe, uh, that can come in and play maybe the first 10 games. And he's going to be in game shape, whereas players that has played in the playoffs might have a little bit of a hurt somewhere, um, a nagging injury or something, you can afford to rest him a little bit more because Vedemo will go in and he will always do his work. He will always, uh, he's a characterful guy. He will never let anyone down. He will do his best. He will always give 110%. And I think that is something that, you know, some teams are overlooking here. It's not just about camp. It's the start of the season. You can actually get these players in and uh, play maybe four or five, ten games in order to, to preserve some of the other for, for maybe a deeper playoff run and, and letting every injury heal because it's not going to be that long of a offseason for, for some of them. 
And like Patrick was saying is that that's very important heading into the season to have these players in game shape and it makes them so much more valuable to the team. And as Patrick also stated in our first segment here, the SHL season is right around the corner. But before we delve into our expectations for Matthias Norlinder and the other prospects in Europe, I want to take a moment to talk about rockauto.com because if you're like myself or like Laura who needs to replace both bumpers on her car currently, there are better options than going to chain stores around North America and you can find all the pieces you can need from your car from a gas cap to bumpers to floor mats to anything online at rockauto.com. You can do it from the safety and security of your home and save yourself so much more money. The prices are so much lower than chain fronts. You get so much more variety. All you have to do is bring up rockauto.com. You can search by the make and model and year of your car. You can find whatever you're looking for from any number of, you know, producers for these parts. You can find the price that best fits your needs, and you can do it all from your home. You don't have to go out. You don't got to wait in line at a chain store and pay more. If you go to rockauto.com right now, you can see anything that's available for your car or truck, and all we want you to do is write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All eyes in Europe right now seem to be falling on Matthias Norlinder due to Alexander Romanov finally making the jump to North America. And with Norlinder, he went from playing for Moto in Sweden to joining one of the biggest European powerhouses in any league in Frölunda. And Patrick, I have to ask, what are your expectations for Norlinder this season? Actually, uh, I have quite a low expectation on Norlinder this year. I, I really do. It's, it's kind of, I've spoken to Roger Runberg, the coach of Frölunda. Uh, I've spoken to him a lot and, and uh, he's part of one of the podcasts I've hosted and uh, I think that he needs to mature into... I mean, Hockey Alsoskin is a good series. Let's be honest about that. But it's also the second division. Here he comes from a team that wasn't the playoff final in order to be promoted into the SHL to one of the teams that will push to win the SHL. The team won uh, the Champions Hockey League last year. I expect Norlinger to play around 15... 17 minutes a game, maybe not as much as he played. That's definitely not as much as he played in Modo, where he played up toward, towards 20, 25 minutes sometimes. And he will get the benefit of a doubt. I think that's the most important thing. Roger Runberg, he's coached Darlene. He's made a very good um, development curve for, for uh, oh, the LA Kings draft pick, uh, 
Movera, Jacob Movera, and and uh, he he can. I was skeptical until he succeeded with Movera uh, um, as a defender because Dalin was a self-playing piano. Um, I think Norlinder reminds me a lot about Dalin. He has the same tenacity. He has the same um, power uh, in his skating. He he can dribble and 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 deke in and out. He, he doesn't have the same shot, and unfortunately, not yet. I don't see him have the same uh, push in, in the tackles. But he will get there, and I think Roger Runberg will be very very important for his development. He will get the chance to play on first or the second power play. They want him to do that. He will also get the chance to make mistakes and learn from them and not be benched. Uh, you saw that when when Runberg coached Dalin that you know go out there do your thing. If you make a mistake, go out do it again, but succeed next time. And and that is the confidence boost that a young player will need and a young player should get. They will not always get it, but but yeah he will. And uh, I think that will make a huge impact for his development. I expect him to be good this year. I don't expect him to lead Frölunda on ice time or points or, or for defenders or anything. I will expect him to do that next year. I just I wanted to say, you know, uh, that's kind of what you really want from a younger player. We even talked about it on our last episode, kind of the hallmark of a good coach is 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 you have to be able to trust your players who who even when they make a mistake, you don't punish them for it. You put them out there in the same situations and have them make better decisions next time. And so, you know, being someone who's not super familiar with with the SHL or or Falunda, even though you hear it, you know, like on this side of the pond, you hear it, it's the best team, it's the best team. You kind of know that that's where the most successful players tend to come from. I think it's just reassuring because it's something that we've noted a lot is that even if you're making the highest level of league, like even if you're making the NHL specifically that we talk about, you've got a young player, you've got a player with a lot of talent and promise and Obviously, they're going to be a little bit eager to prove themselves. They're going to be playing in a league that's a little bit more advanced than that, than they're used to. You really need to give them the opportunity to make mistakes. It's not like in a regular season specifically. You know, it's not the playoffs. It's not game seven on the line. It's an 82-game season or it's a long season or whatever you do. And so that's what you really, really want to hear about your promising prospects. The good thing, I think, is that you mentioned an 82-game season. If if Frelanda normally um, goes deep into the playoffs and they, they go deep into the Champions Hockey League, they will get almost an 80-game season. Uh, the travel is so much less, though. So you get a chance to build up your body and recover. you got the international breaks coming, so you get like an extra week or two of training where you can push really hard. And Frelanda has been really good at that to, to maybe struggle at the start of the season but in, be in very good shape towards the end of the season and into the playoffs. So I think uh, Matthias Nolan will benefit a lot from that. One of the things that I've seen and I actually haven't really talked about before is that uh, over the ice in, in, in front of the training facilities, uh, on the side there uh, towards the, the stands, they have a big TV with a slight delay to the play on the ice. So when a player does make a mistake, Roger Rundberg takes him aside, points to the TV, they talk through the discussion or, or, or what happened and how he can not do it again. 
and, and learn from it. And I think that delay, I think it's about 15 seconds or something like that. And I think it's such a smart thing to do because you can really show the player, this is what you do, this is what you should be doing, this is really good. And I've seen so many players benefit from it. And I think one of this is one of the things where Fredonda tries to to get that marginal gains that, that you speak about in other sports. So what the, the thing is, it almost it's such a different world watching because obviously we've been on shows together that the way coaches in Europe and especially in Sweden they seem to be in that next level of what they're doing to help develop these players. Like for Lunda is a powerhouse team; they want to win, but at the same time they do so many little things that should be becoming the norm around the world to help develop players. And Matthias Norlander, like you said, is not going to be the team leader in ice time every single game or across the season, but he's in a position where they can build up his total game. And when he does make the jump to North America, whenever that is, he's going to have the best chance to take everything he's learned there and be ready like day one in the NHL or wherever he ends up. And that's such a promising thing for such a talented player to have that kind of I, I want to say luxury almost, but it should be the norm, or at least in the future anyways. Yeah, I think the, the, you, you benefit from it. Obviously, you be, benefit from stable situations and you learn from it. And, and I think this is what you get. Frelma has very loudly proclaimed to be the, the team that is closest to the NHL. Not closest maybe in in play or in style or, or, or in capacity to play, but rather that this is the, the club you go to and not having to play AHL when you go over. And and I think that is something that Matthias Norlinder actually considers. He's going to stay two years in Sweden, and then he's going to go over and play for the big club. And speaking of the AHL, in our final segment, I want to touch on one of the Rockets' newest additions for the upcoming season, and maybe two prospects in Europe who could be there sooner rather than later as well. And we'll get into that coming up next. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Given that my area of expertise, and I'm using quotation marks around that very heavily right now, is the AHL and the Laval Rocket, this past year they added, and Patrick, correct me if I pronounce this name wrong because I'm going to, Jesse Jolinen from uh, Finland joined the team late in the season, but he had to recover from an injury, and then obviously the season went on pause and was eventually canceled, so... Fans in North America didn't get a chance to see him. What should they be looking for in his game when the season starts for the Rocket next year? His speed. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. Watch him skate and dream about being able to skate half as good. That is what you should watch. He, I asked him personally if he was a bad skater growing up, and he said yes, but I worked on it so hard. And we we were talking about it with with his coaches and with with his GM in, in Pelicans in Lahti, and they all said you know it has taken work but he's one of the best skaters in that craft and he was it, 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 it's simple as that and 
if he can get that going on a smaller rink in 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 uh, North America, then he's going to be amazing. Uh, I think he will have a successful year. I think he will have a successful career. I think you will have to. He will play sooner or later in the big club again, uh, or, or to start. But but I think yeah, watch him. Watch his speed. When he gets going, he has a great shot as well. He doesn't use it enough. But but yeah, uh, he's got a hockey IQ. He everyone looked at his points total last year and saw them fall or, or at least level out with the year before and said he didn't take a huge step forward. When I go into to the to the statistics, I saw that um, the previous year when he had his breakout season and everyone started talking about him in North America, you had uh, he was part of about I think it was 11, 12 percent of the of the goals that Pelican scored. The second year, he was part of over 20 percent of the of the goals that Pelican scored, and Pelican was really really bad, but Ilonen was really really good. It seems like he's someone that could actually bring the Rocket offense to life because they struggled much like the Canadians did in that they worked hard but lacked an elite talent in some regards. And I know Lucas Vedemo, he's surprisingly quick on his skates. Pairing him with Illinen together seems like it could be a really fun pairing to put those two because Vedemo has shown that he can be an offensive producer when put in that situation, but the Rocket lacked a winger to always be up to his level to compete the same. And to see him coming in, if he skates and he works hard like that, and he doesn't have to be the entire offense, because I don't think he will be, it seems like he's going to fit right into what Joel Bouchard loves to play. They play aggressive, you know, high-energy hockey and wear teams down, and he seems to fit right into that. And I have a question, actually, from Mike Obrand on Twitter, who wanted me to pass this along. What does the future kind of hold for Jacob Olofsson and Yoni Ikkinen, who have both gone through injuries and slumps across their career since being drafted they held a lot of promise but it seems like injuries have slowed that down is there still a future for them in North America or is this going to be one of those it might be coming to an end sooner rather than later situations I think Ikonen is is unfortunately I really like Yoni I I, the the way he's conducted himself in these hard times and he's finished his uh, studies uh gotten out of high school and and uh, I think he's actually started uh, some courses at at colleges level as well um but you know two years is lost I see Yoni as a a future great player in in, in Europe I don't see him in North America I'm, I'm sorry to say that and I love for him to prove me wrong I don't love if he calls me in about 15 minutes and say I'm stupid, but but yeah, I have to be honest about it. Uh, yeah, I think really uh, for Johnny's sake, I, I, you see it with his brother, Yuzu Ikonen, and and they seem to like it a little bit more in Finland and Sweden, and and they can make a very good living here and and have a great career um, and and be part of you know. Uh, teams winning the world championships as we saw Finland do last year and, and all that. But I don't see him go to the NHL. The size, the, the tough injuries. When I spoke with him three weeks ago, he told me that he wasn't cleared for full contact on the ice yet. Um, the Liga season starts, I think, 
2nd of October. Uh, so he has some time to, to get into shape. But but I understand his caution about getting back and, and doing uh, full workouts. I know that Montreal is keeping tabs on him, and I think that's very nice. But, but yeah, uh, when it comes to Olofsson, it was really like last year. Uh, everything happened. And, and uh, I joked with Anton uh, Rosegaard in, in uh, our pod on Ice on the Price that please don't have Jacob Olofsson practice anymore because every time he practices, he seems to break. Uh, there was the shoulder injury before the, the uh, World Juniors. There was the and that he aggravated when he was trying to get back into SHL after healing that injury, and then late uh, here in in the or early in the preseason, he, he got a concussion in another practice. So yeah, it's, it's this season really, but he looked bigger, he looked more confident, he was starting to get confidence in the SHL. Um, I know there were some power play um, segments that I put up on Twitter last year that. He looked amazing. He, he worked hard. He went towards the net. He dangled. He he uh, he almost roofed it from between his legs, I think. And yeah, it was it was really smart plays. He he has the vision. He has the power. His underlying numbers were were pretty good. Uh, and he started uh, the practice game against Moto last week. In, uh, as a second line winger and I think it wouldn't surprise me if he starts there for, for a little bit and then maybe get sent, moved down to, to third line center but yeah I, I think there is a future much in the same way as Wademo um, they're the same kind of players um, I think Wademo has a little bit higher ceiling maybe but but um, that might might be because I had more confidence also in in Vedemo's development than I have had and, and because Vedemo didn't struggle with it, with injuries. But yeah, a fourth line player, definitely he, he could be there. And uh, I think he will earn his chance to go to the AHL sooner or later. But uh, um, any, any, any player taken in the second, third round that, that gets a few NHL games in is more or less a win. And there you have it. That's kind of our small preview of what we can expect from the Canadians' prospects in Europe and the ones who are going to be coming back to North America. If you want to follow Patrick on Twitter, he is at Zeb underscore Habs, or is it all one word? Underscore Habs. Underscore Habs on Twitter. Of course, he is. you can read all of his European prospect reports on Eyes on the Prize. You can follow this show at LO underscore Canadians. You can follow Laura at The Active Stick, and you can follow me at Scott Matla. Coming up in our episode Do so, on... because both of them were some of my early followers. Like, <laughs> I follow them first, but they, they follow me back. Patrick is my personal <laughs> hype man. That is exactly why we had him on the show here. In our next episode, we're actually going to start into our NHL draft preview, and if anyone's going to know all the big names coming from Sweden and Finland and Europe, we're going to trust Patrick, so you're not going to want to miss that in our next episode. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.